Assalamu alaikum. I'm Khalil Alika. And I'm Zahir Parker. And welcome to AccidentalMuslims.com. So, AccidentalMuslims.com is a, a movement, a platform where we showcase present and future leaders to help us live with purpose. And we believe that everybody has a story to tell. This podcast hopes to add value. So, welcome and enjoy. Assalamu alaikum to everyone um, watching on AccidentalMuslims.com. So today we have a very, very special guest, a dear friend of mine, uh, Insaf Ayala Isaacs. Assalamu alaikum. Very, very happy to have you here. Shukran, it's good to be here. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to just go straight into this. We can, yeah. We're just going to go straight into it. So I'm going to just start by asking, who is Insaf Ayana Isaacs and I'm actually and I'm actually very interested okay. in because when I met you it was in South Isaacs yes and I was in South, in South Ayana Isaacs so yeah how I know it, I have a whole story so there's okay. a story yeah. definitely a story to tell um, who is in South mm-hmm. well I'm a woman mm-hmm. uh, I'm a practicing Muslim and when I say woman I mean like M-O-M-Y-M uh, I'm sure some some friends tuning in now will appreciate why. Mm-hmm. Um, I will explain that in like this book that I'm writing, like a small one. You know, like when uh, 90s babies will remember that yeah. oh my goodness, yeah. I'm yeah. such a fan. Yeah. So like it's a it's a version of that, you know, okay. like lessons that can fit into your shirt pocket, calling it uh, 30 countdown. Okay. You know, like 30 good lessons. Mm. Mm. So I okay. think... Um, I think uh, Insaf is a woman, spelled to the Y, uh, practicing Muslim, striving for perfection. Uh, uh, and it's a journey, it's a real journey. Um, I think it's really interesting now to be telling a story because I feel like uh, this person that I'm now is someone who's like uh, in the space of becoming, yeah. you know, processing a lot of stuff. Ooh, yeah. People will remember me from. Uh, before the Masful movement, yes. all due respect. Yes. Um, and it's very interesting also because of the kind of work that I do yes. and just yes. everything. So, woman practicing Muslim, someone who wants to do great things yes. and not just be great. Because okay. uh, we can all decide to be great, but yes. like I want to be someone that does great things. And, uh, watch the space. Yeah. So, so um, going back a little bit, we, I mean, we, I know you from, um, mm. we know each other from the student activism days. And yes, in the so, Yeah, so, so tell us a little bit about how that all started. So, did it start university? Did it start at school? How did that, how did all of that start? You know, there's a, there's a saying, one of, uh, can we talk about songs here? We can talk about okay. songs. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> so uh, there's the song that says you were born this way. I just think I was born this way. Okay. So I think I'm okay. one of those people who just uh, embraced who they were. Yeah. Um, yeah. Valar and Al, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have the conversation about the E now. now. <laughs> we'll have the conversation. Okay, so <laughs> that's Ooh. a struggle. You say yes, girl. You know it. Um, okay, so so how did how did the the student leader emerge? What happened? Uh, I think I was just a, a, a curious child mm. that never outgrew my mm. curiosity. Mm. I think uh, one of the things that I probably asked my mother, if she were to quantify or like what what qualify mm. the one thing that I would say most often is why. Growing up, like, why? But why? But why? But why? So I was that child 
inside and outside of the classroom. Yes. And so I found myself always gravitating towards things naturally mm. to, you know, like mm. clarify my thinking. And so yeah. oftentimes I'd find myself doing like good stuff. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, so going back to that, quickly, so um, tell us a little bit about your childhood. So where do you come from? Um, your family, your kind of your background. Where's those tissues? Can we bring the tissues closer? <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Well, I've uh, never had an interview to date, can you? Know? Uh, <laughs> it's right there. Just, 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 just looking rich, you know. Uh, so I'm from, uh, for our international friends, from what you know as the projects. Mm. We call it the Cape Flats. It's a working class community. Uh, just for ease of reference, I'd say you could also call it the Colored Township. Yeah. Uh, the typical sort of colored upbringing, you know, backyard dwellers with all of the backyard dweller challenges that yes, comes with yes, that. Yes. And so when I say like processing a lot, I think it's because one of the things that uh, um, I used to do as part of my curiosity was ask, like, but why are things the way they are with us? Like if you put on the TV, then things are not, not like that in their house. Like why is it like this here? It got me to travel all the time. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Going to travel all the mm-hmm. time, and I think that is maybe uh, having to deal with that, you know, yeah. reaction to a yeah. a curiosity, just mm-hmm. a, just a curiosity. Like why are we different? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like why are things this way? Yeah. It could be better, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think that is what just inspired mm-hmm. uh, uh, an interest in leadership, mm-hmm. not even knowing, yeah. not even knowing. Yeah. So um, so that um, kind of coming from that kind of background. Um, coming from, like as you said, the, the background, the back, your dwellers, and all of those things. What was your? How were your parents when they realized? Okay, this child is not gonna just sit still. What oh, was the yeah, kind Shane, of video? My parents, I love them. Where's the camera? Yeah, I love you, and I'm very grateful for my parents. You put up with so much. Oh, subhanallah. Yeah. Uh, I think they were shocked, probably. I know I'd be shocked if there was like a, me, a small me, which I wouldn't want, like, I want another one of inshallah, inshallah. <laughs> but like, you know, like, I know I'd be shocked, yeah. you know, it's a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I appreciate the fact that my mother um, always encouraged me to embrace that mm-hmm. and not to shy away from it. Not that I, I think I used to shy away from it, not anymore. Uh, and it goes back to those, you know, typical growing pains, you know, that you go through. Um, but I think my parents also encouraged me to just continue going, you know, just go, just go, just go, go explore. I remember coming home one day and telling my father, um, listen, uh, I, I, I've been approached by some group of people, they've been... They've been insisting for 10 weeks straight now. They've tried every way of trying to convince me. And I told them it'll come down to, you know, um, a conversation with you because I know you'll be straight with me. It's just the relationship, alhamdulillah, that I finally have with my father. Uh, It was also uh, definitely a story to tell there, but offline. Yes. and, uh, you know, like it was, it, it was the kind of space where I would go, I went to my father and I told him that these people want me to be the president of an SRC. Mm-hmm. And I think they're crazy. I think mm-hmm. they're crazy. Like what business do yeah. I have yeah. being there, you know, mm-hmm. making decisions, no else, you know, yeah. Yeah. events with, with the hashtags in it. Uh, and uh, he looked at me and he said, you know what? What do you have to lose? 
and I sat and I thought to myself, what actually do I have to lose? And then I stayed at the moon and I liked the moon guys. And uh, Maidwa, you know, what we do as Muslims to make decisions before we should yes, make yeah. wise decisions, mm-hmm. important decisions. And Alhamdulillah, like that's one, you know, a story to tell about yeah. leadership as yeah. I ended up in the SRC presidency. Interestingly, okay. <laughs> um, is there a question? Okay, we have a question. So I just before we take the question, I just want to ask you, yeah. um, what, because because before we lose this 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 uh, thought of um, I just wanted to ask you what was so just the title so just knowing because that's how I got introduced to you so in South Isaacs the first female Muslim SRC president UCT um, you know white university <laughs> yes yes what was that like what was that like when what do you think I, I know <laughs> I know I know but what was it like then so what is that like Oh, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. Listen, I'm that person. There we go. We go buy sushi now. Yeah. I like sushi, guys. You know, my birthday's in August also. She does is, like sushi. Yes, I do. We do like sushi. Yeah. We go buy the sushi. Yeah. We put it between the car seats and we go drive some liquor and we chill and we can eat. Yeah. We can also do that with the cats, people. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm mentioning oh, okay. all of this. <laughs> like, what is happening? Okay. Because yes. I keep things simple. Yes, yes. I keep things simple. So for me, it was it wasn't always a pleasure being introduced as this title because then you just become that. Yes. And yes. when you become just a title, you know, you become that one mistake mm. that everybody is waiting for mm. you to make. Mm. You know, and I didn't like that at all. I didn't like being called, you know, this president person. And it found me wherever I went. You know, like Doom is supposed to find cockroaches. Yes. You know, like <laughs> like it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, but like this, this, this title just followed me everywhere, mm. like a flashing light. Mm. And I wish Eskom, you know, you know. At that point. That at that point, be. yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice. It would have been nice. Okay, we're going to get back to that. Okay, Amit, you want to... Okay, so the first question is, what's something you find utterly fascinating? Utterly fascinating? Uh, can I think about that? You, okay, we'll come, we'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that utterly, one. Utterly fascinating. <laughs> I think there are probably many things, but if you need a moment to think, we can continue. The night sky. Okay. Uh, I'd say. Okay. I'd say the night. Should for the question? Okay, there's two more. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What is something about you that surprises people? <laughs> I'm not going to get our one answer. You can answer yourself. Can I get that question again, please? I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm hearing it correctly, yeah? What is something about you that surprises people? That surprises people? Um, what would you like to share that most people don't know about you? Okay. I love to cook and bake. I absolutely love it. Captain, Carl Futter, and you Don't ask me to do the dishes, though. <laughs> so the thing that surprises people yeah. is that I I love the whole cooking and serving, and you know I love that. I love hosting people. Um, very fussy about who I host, though. <laughs> it's been long. I've come a long way, guys. You know, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think it's the fact that I love doing, you know, what most people would refer to as girly yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, mm. But I think that also brings us back to you can be, so as a female, 
You ah. can be a go-getter, but you can still do the yeah. girly stuff. Yeah. And the balance is important. Very, very important. Yeah. That's yeah. very important. Was there yeah. another question? There is another okay. question. Okay. Yeah. What is white privilege for you? White privilege? You're we allowed like, to make we, Batman jokes. We, we are allowed to make um, yes. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Batman. Huge, huge fan of Batman. And uh, I think uh, it's the kind of stuff that Batman can do, you know. It's the kind of, it's it's knowing that you have the opportunity to opt out of doing what working class people must do. Working class people need to get up early in the morning. They need to sort out their families before they must prepare themselves to enter the world of work. And uh, I don't mean to go down that route, but if this is going to play Alice in Wonderland, we can do that. You know, we can go there. We knew we were going to get this. We knew we were going to get these questions. I'm a little, I'm yeah. a little surprised, and I'm grateful also. I think uh, white privilege is is, is is something that it's a term that needs to be revisited in 2019. Because for me, I now look at a space uh, where privilege is no longer just white, and it's not just. A male thing it's it's becoming more fluid and so I think privilege is something that one should be focusing on it's knowing that you don't have to get up in the morning when you don't lust everybody know what it's like to go to work when you don't got lust now imagine if you're the face of something you don't get chance to have all day yeah. you don't it's one of the reasons I don't like that title I didn't get an off day it's pressure so I think uh, privilege is, is being able to opt out and not having to worry what van net nou, wat van more, wat van volgende week, wat van volgende man, hoe gaat my kinders eat, and you know that kind of stuff. So for me it's having that option to just not do what most people are doing and getting and surviving. Uh, very passionate about this topic, as you can see. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, 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 I, I, I'm it's not surprised at all of these questions. Another one. Okay. There's another one. Okay. Most challenging know. moment being head of SRC. Most challenging moment is doing what you say and saying what you do, is walking the talk. I learned that in leadership, at least at the time, uh, things seem to have shifted somewhat, uh, somewhat, but I don't think fundamentally. Uh, when you live through to your principles and you literally walk the talk, you're going to be unpopular. Okay. And dealing with that unpopularity consciously, because you know uh, I'm presenting myself in this way, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to be the person to say, walk the talk, then I must most now. How do they say? Yeah. You must dialogue what you yeah. must most now. Yeah. So I think dealing with that, unpop- that unpopularity with that label was... Uh, the most difficult part. Mm. The other stuff was challenging, yeah, yeah, yeah. but bearable. Mm. You know, you you think, you reflect, you engage, you mm. and do that stuff, and you, you process. But yeah, it was a yeah. tough one. So, so um, another leadership role that you had was uh, we we also shared a space was with the MSA. Yeah. And so there was the various MSAs, but then obviously one would be MSA Union. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The national MSA MSA Union. So that I, that. Identifying yourself, so that's a perfect example. So that's the the Muslim student. SRC is the everyone student, right? Yeah. So how did you? Is it? Do you think it comes to one and the same thing? Is it mutually exclusive? Um, how like those identities? So serving the broader population of UCT as a university, you know, as a Muslim woman, yeah. um, and being in a Muslim role. Um, do you think? Do you think there was any? 
is it, it was it was at service kind of the same thing to you yeah i kasulat map in that style you see yeah. me in china you yeah. will see the same version that you're going to see in mitchell's plane yeah you know it's it's, it's <laughs> now the same thing uh, yeah. uh, for me uh, when it comes to my leadership style to be honest <laughs> yeah Yeah, you know, I don't have time. Mm. I'm I'm also too lazy to to, to change up. Yeah, man, it's it's you must think of fashion. One person you you to do, you know, even if you have more than one of the same color, you must not think yeah. what can it mean to say you do you think you know you don't have to, but it's yeah. a fact. Yeah. You know, so you must worry about all that other stuff with no time. Another thing with like student leadership is that I think a lot of people think it takes away from your time being an academic. So for the so kind of for the youth like you know it does take away your time. it does take away obviously we're not going to lie we won't know about that but how is he is the um why would you encourage people to get involved basically you i am a strong proponent of participatory governance mm. i think you know if everybody participates then um, it's going to be lucky for everybody mm. if you think about it there's a government the government you work mm. now So that you must give this government money, a lot of money. Do you remember when you first signed your contract? Mm-hmm. You know, I was so happy. This first student, yo, when I saw uh, the any amount of money was a lot of money for me. You know, and yeah. I saw, and I was like, yeah. Auntie, is that what I'm going to? I'm so calling HR Auntie. Yeah. She's like, I'm not Auntie's ma'am. So like, okay, we're learning, we're learning. And uh, I was like, what's this amount? And yeah. she's like, that must go to the government. And then reality just sit in. And the devil does. So they take yeah. this money, yeah. my money, yeah. this government, mm. to do what? Mm. Sit and sleep? Mm. Nah, mm. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm sorry. It's el- it's election time, and they are capable people. I know it because I know for a fact that the people in the MSA are opet. You put a bunch of those people there in in one department. Yeah. I would say honestly this is a bold move because now I'm now really putting my professionalism sort of on the line but mm. not quite. Um I'd say within 18 months you'll start to see action. Mm. You'll start to see action with awareness creation. Mm. because leaders in the MSA understand that awareness is part of you know being a responsible citizen mm-hmm. and responsible citizenship and participatory citizenship can just also be awareness munisu we see yeah. what is that saying uh, inform thy neighbor love thy neighbor osmos mit makapra so just sharing a little bit of what you know honestly and that's what islam teaches us yeah. in any case yeah. teach what you know so participate in some way and for those who like action like me i like action i'm not not going to be a president uh, if if that is the vibe or i'm going to be on the radio if that is the vibe or i'm going to you know uh, make sure that i follow accidental muslim stuff because it's quiet um Thank you. yeah <laughs> and you know yeah. like yeah. participate and just be like Can I ask cuz you um you obviously very opinionated and you have a lot mm-hmm. of ideas. I have do. you ever been like nipped with it? Like have you of ever course. been? And what was how did you deal with it? With the criticism? The criticism. Well, you can't always be right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't imagine any single person knowing absolutely mm-hmm. everything. Um dealing with the criticism was just, you know, managing your own ego. In that moment when you're getting the criticism and you're feeling a certain kind of way, yeah. um, why? 
And uh, that's where I, I appreciate my curiosity because I've learned to just channel that voice inwards mm. um, after, after some time, just to like do a whole bunch of necessary reflection. Because mm. um, Alhamdulillah, the families moved from the area that I grew up mm. in. It's just down the street, you know? Yeah. Just we neighbors, we're yeah. still there, we're still there, still yeah. there, still very much there. Um, so yeah, yeah. Another question. Yeah, another question. Okay. What lesson did you learn from the camp, MSA camp in Durban that you still implement in your life today? Oh, wow. I don't know if there common economists watching, you know. What is that thing about portfolio management, diversifying? Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. No matter how brilliant you are, no matter how brilliant you are, and interestingly, that this particular camp is being mentioned, uh, you need to you need to bring um, a variety in terms of, of what you're presenting to young people if you want to stimulate their thinking. Your stem come out quite is with the quiet stem that you know. Do you know somebody with a quiet voice? Like Barry White, for example. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, you know, of the three days straight of Barry White, yo, I don't think I want to listen to Barry White mm. for a while, you know. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, you yeah, know, like, yeah. um, I'm, I'm saying, no, I'm just yeah. being serious. I can't even imagine myself, you know, um, doing that unless, unless your program is really, really thoughtful. Mm. And for me, that's what I took from that Durban camp, in addition to the whole diversifying thing to be very yeah. serious with you. It's that, you know, when, you, when you're inviting somebody into your space, mm. put some effort into it. Yeah. You know, don't just have a program in jail, you know, like actually put some thought into it. And I think that that particular camp was an example of of how you could go about doing it. Mm. And that's why I go back, you know, 18 months MSA, done. Done. Found the alumni up, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe me, found the alumni. I'm one of them. You're one of them. Action. Because, you know, in the MSA, at least this is one of the, the things I appreciate about the space. Uh, it might not be a, a, an agreeable or popular mm. view, is that when you work, you know, when you get dirty, literally, mm. and, you know, like figuratively mm. because you had this conflict, so you must resolve it, so it's yeah. etiquette of yeah. disagreement, and it's live in action. Mm. Meanwhile, your academics are still mm. going and all of that stuff. Is that you're doing it for the sake of Allah? And there comes a time where you just need to let stuff go for mm. the sake of progress and for Allah's sake. Mm. You must choose to love your sister. For Allah's sake, you must choose to love your brother, even though you really don't want to love them in that moment. Mm. So, uh, kudos to the MSA, you know? Yeah. Like, um, really, really, truly adds off. Um, okay. Why should you vote in Cape Town? I think youth should vote in Cape Town if they want to exercise a democratic right to participate in that process. Um, now, remember, your vote is going to influence... Um, who you see on SABC. Now, I, all I'm saying, you know, my personal view, and I'm here in my personal capacity, we know this, uh, is that you, you, I don't want to see people sleeping. It's not okay. Imagine me, I'm sleeping. Even if you go to the hospital and the doctor fall asleep. <laughs> Mid-operation, removing is your appendix oh, yeah. or something. Imagine. Can we not imagine <laughs> Because it's the same with politics. This country is a living entity. And it's sloppy. 
And young people are sleeping as well. Are you sleeping right now? It's sleeping and I take offense when I see people sleeping on my day. Oh my good my Because you want to have the opinion uh-uh. afterwards, but you don't want to take action in the moment. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to participate in that way, that I'm glad I can make it. <laughs> I, I mean, I think everyone that knows you, and even like people that just meet you, there's one, there's a, that, that like authentic, you're just oh. who you are, man. You know. And so I think like when you are in student leadership and people get to know you a little bit more and a little bit more, and you sometimes, you know what it's like, you're walking through and people know you and you don't know them, and it's hmm. how do you stay, how do you stay true to yourself? Because especially when you're younger, you're more in, influ- like you can be more influenced and those kinds of things. How do you just stay true? How I stay true? Yeah. What's your your What would you say? What do you? I listen to my parents. Okay. Uh, it was a, a work in progress oh. for some time, as with you know most young people. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they. Luckily for them, I was too upset about my name spelling on my ID. When I was 17. What do you mean? Oh my goodness. I was so offended. I was so offended. I even told them that I was, I felt that they were negligent. I called the whole family meeting. I was 17. And uh, I think that just, uh, (laughs) that just, uh, I was so focused on on, on that thing. I just skipped most of the typical growing pains that that young people go through. So uh, mm, I'd say, I'd say listen to your parents, man. Um, keep keep that keep that that pathway of communication open. It's not always gonna feel liquor what they have to say. Actually, most of the time it's not gonna mm-hmm. feel liquor. But you know, your parents is most now preparing you for somebody else. Now you resist and you do things your way and fight with them. And this is what I learned the hard way. It's like it's not like I woke up and suma I knew all of this stuff mm-hmm. uh, through lots of tears you know, and disagreement and, you know, apologies and stuff. I've come to learn that, like, listen to your parents, to be very, very honest with you. Because uh, it helps. It's not easy being, you know, um, in Afrikaans, is it oorspronkelijk? Is it? Okay, I hope I didn't butcher that word. But um, it's hard to be original. It's hard to be original. And, you know, like, if your, if your family... Uh, whether you are of the view that family is biological, whether you are of the view that family can be uh, emotional, spiritual, psychological, whatever now, you, whatever you believe, family is extremely important. Because one of the things I live by is family first. And they will put you in your place when you need Family first, that's yeah. what family is for. Yeah. Yeah. You can so do it now live, it's not a problem. I'll take that. That's what family is for. I won't do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no. question. Insaf. Yes. Insaf means justice. Yes, no. uh, so I asked her because I, I know uh, when we had this discussion before and I found it so amazing. So so do you wanna do you wanna just tell them a little bit about what okay. that means to you? Yeah. Okay, so insaf in insaf means justice. It's a it's a, in Urdu it it's a, it's a kind of name that can be used for, for males or females. Uh, and in, in Arabic, it's more masculine name, like in Saf. Uh, this is Manu, that story of 17 and, and, and the family meeting. 
So um, someone asked me this question when I was like 16, 17, mm. you know, and at the time I just wanted to be the perfect Muslim. Me, I was just on that vibe, okay, you, so know, you know, you yeah. know, on that, I was, I was there, I was on, I was, I was there, yeah. I, I remember distinctly and very grateful because that honestly was my salvation through that whole childhood. Mm. Um, and I gave them what I didn't even know what I told them at the time I didn't know and then they they told me the way it's spelt you know uh, and I'm not gonna now go about yeah, that now because yeah. you know uh, it's not correct so and I was like no you're mistaken so I still argue no me me, me. no you're mistaken so I get to so I go and inquire oh my goodness he wasn't joking <laughs> yeah and then like, I was like, so then, then like, no, 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 no. And then in, in me, like, trying to uh, figure out what must I do with this name. And then I learned that it, it, it is um, possible to add on a second name and that you can actually choose it. Mm. Alhamdulillah, you know. If I have mistaken, please comment so that I can also just not. Uh, put this yeah. name on my ID, which is my plan, yeah. because I then set out, uh, made an intention that I actually would love to have like a name, a name that I feel connected to uh, yeah. in a way. Um, and Alhamdulillah, like there's an opportunity I could choose, and so um, that's when the name Ayana came about. Yeah. Um, it is an Eritrean name, and it means God answers her. Yeah, so it's not on my ID oh. yet, but it's on the way. It's on the way, inshallah. And also to correct that spelling, you know, so that it's just yeah. as, you know. So now obviously my next question is why? Why that name? Why? Since, since that's the chosen name, why did you choose it? It's nice. Yeah. It resonates It resonates with me. Um, Alhamdulillah, it's not just something that came through my own doing. There were like a couple of conversations mm. with a couple of people and eventually, you know, it's like, ah, yes, mm. yes, one. It, it, it feels right. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, so um, three words. If you could choose three words to describe yourself after this. Oh, three words. The master said the first three, you can have, like, think about it. <laughs> Give me ten seconds. Okay, okay, okay quickly. Um, sweet. <laughs> Okay, I know that, that I can agree with. Yeah, okay, also. Mm. Nah, let me give you the real three. Let me give you the real three. I think, you uh, are sweet, man, sure. I try and be sweet. I try and be sweet. Uh, I'd say uh, forthcoming, um, focused, and uh, excited. Excited. Mm. Okay. So, just linking to that, if when you think about... When you think about the youth, what what excites you? What excites me? About the the possibility—it is this whole fourth industrial revolution thing that's happening—and we're like, yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what con- <laughs> what concerns you about the youth? What concerns me? Why are we also like either tired or angry? Yeah. You know, like usually you, before you, you get through. before you get angry, yeah. like something happens, and yeah. then you become upset yeah. and then like usually there's like the school of period and then you unbecome mm-hmm. and then you let go mm-hmm. but it's like for those who aren't like angry I'm not sure if everybody knows why they're angry I'm concerned about the group they don't know why they're angry yeah, yeah. and I know there's a lot because you know, I've asked people I'm that person that travel in the taxi make conversation yes, yes yeah I'm that yes. person 
Um, and then I don't know why the rest of us are tired. Did we like exercise or go hike? Oh, no. Why are we tired? Because then we must must not like slow down the thing that's, you know. <laughs> you know this is thing, man. Like when they, because so my kids are actually taking pictures sometimes of me and Granita and Every single interview, the picture of me, I'm tired. I look tired. Okay, because I actually am tired first. But like, I just look tired all the time. Are you sure you're looking tired? Not being tired on yourself. I have time to keep my eyes open. But yes, you must. You must just see the picture. Don't see anything. Yeah, yeah. Don't die now. Don't die. Do I look tired? No, no, no. no, no, (laughs) Okay, so I just want to ask you. So the being a mentor. What do, what so where is, who are you the mentor for, and what is is there a program the mentorship program what is that? Oh cool so um, yes I'm a mentor I'm a mentor to two groups of students yeah. one group direct mentor you could mm-hmm. say I'm the second mentor mm-hmm. to the bigger group um, it's a group of students who have been recruited to be mentors for um, students who are. Who have received scholarships, scholarships from the Mastercard Foundation. There are about a hundred of them uh, at UCT. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent, excellent students. The kind of stories that just literally give you goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are the mentees in the program and they are mentored by a group of students from the different faculties at the university um, as part of the uh, student life at the university, so to okay. speak. Mm. So, so what do you do? So what, what is a mentor in that space? Like, what do you do exactly? So the plan for this year is to do a thing called structured mentorship. Mm-hmm. So as we know, mentorship involves, you know, the kind of conversations about adjustment and transition. Yeah. Uh, recognizing the mentees now going through things and so yeah. we're going to talk about them. Um, that's part of the agenda this year. Uh, in the first semester um, for our international friends, which concludes around about June, sometimes July, depending on where you're studying. The plan is to outline in practical terms a mentoring initiative in the home country. Okay. When I say home country, I'm talking about home for the mentee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's more of an individualized focus. And so the mentor will be um, talking the mentee through that at oh, workshops. Okay. Train the type stuff. I'll be there, yeah. you know, um, there, but mm-hmm. also just like, you know, knowing my place yes. and letting the students speak. Yes. Yeah. And so the mentor will also be playing a role of a facilitator in some oh, way okay. um, in addition to having the conversation around adjustment and transition okay. and then in the second semester inshallah is what I'm really excited for as well um, there are 30 mentoring groups in this MasterCard Foundation Scholars Program uh, and uh, each of those 30 groups will present a, a poster presentation outlining a solution to an issue on the continent. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, that's the plan for the second semester. And again, in addition to the adjustment and transition Mm -hmm. conversations, the mentor will be talking the mentee Mm -hmm. or leading the mentees through through that. So mentee groups are like about like four, Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes six members, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everyone from this more or less the same faculty. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Alhamdulillah. I'm quite excited. And then on the flip side, do you have mentors? I know you mentioned something earlier. So how do you, how do you select your mentors? Why are they your mentors? Who are your mentors? Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I do have mentors. I have more than one. Um, I I believe in the concept called the board of directors. I think 
as a young person, if you if you take yourself, if you want to start taking yourself seriously, I think it's important to view yourself like an entity, like a company. Mm. You know, a company has a finance department, yes. right? Yeah. Somebody must not manage the money, plan and whatnot. If there's a crisis, figure it out. Uh, a company needs a human resources department, you know, for when there's yes. conflict, you know, yes. conflict's inevitable, how are we going to deal? Um, con- company, what else do they need? Uh, somebody to manage their branding and the, mm. the image. So, and you know, like, what would your company, if you were to have a company, what would your company have? Yes. So I know what my company would have. It's not going to necessarily be the same as yours. Yeah. Here and there, there will be overlap. Yeah. But um, think of yourself as if you are that company. Who would you speak to about financial matters? Somebody of so who is managing their finances. Uh, It doesn't have to be somebody, uh, for some of us, it's somebody who must hold a qualification, for others not. Whatever floats your boat, you know. Uh, And whatever else you need, find people that can give you a reasonable, uh, wise advice based on experience, uh, preferably, um, or like the knowledge. People who have the kind of knowledge that you know you need mm-hmm. to give you advice on those specific things. And that's, I've got like a few mentors that, that coach me, um, you know, cut me down to size yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like for me, it's, it's helpful because in that way, I'm not just throwing everything, yes. you know, like at one person. Some people prefer that. Um, In the program that I've just described, like that is the model. My personal model is to spread it across a few people. Um, So I only speak about finance matters with you. I only speak about this with you. I only speak, Mm -hmm. I know what I'm speaking to you about. That's that's quite amazing. Yeah, that's how you manage your life. It's almost like, like you're getting the experts in every, in every aspect. Wow, that's really, really cool. And you can also avoid, in, in some instances, being the topic of conversation before you enter the room yeah. or after you yeah. leave. Yeah. You know, it allows you to get the right kind of information. Mm. Um, it might mean you need to wait, because oftentimes those kinds of people are busy, so mm. you must be open, you know, like yeah. be ready to answer the difficult questions when you mean to mm. make time. Okay, so um, your other your other baby is your Agents for Change program. Mm. Um, tell us tell us a little bit. How did it start? That's an interesting story. So Agents for Change was I launched it in twenty twelve mm. um, while you know holding the SRC president position. At the time, I felt that me I, I was passionate about mentorship. Then I'm even more passionate now. Um, I wanted to launch a a. Uh, you know, by her for her mentoring initiative, okay. learn as you do, almost like a um, just for understanding, like you know, MSA kind of stuff where you go, mm. you do projects, yeah. you wrap projects up, you mm. have meetings, you write minutes, those kinds of things, as part of a mentoring program, mm. so that um, young girls from scenes where I'm from um, can get exposure to those skills without having to go register somewhere, without having to go sit in a queue and, you know, I don't know how to fill out a form, to avoid all of that drama, just pull through, just pull through and be liquor. So that was the plan. Hey, my sister. Because it's, com- it's at a different place now. Oh, yeah. On whose authority yeah. do you come here? <laughs> Advise our daughters yeah. what to think, what to do, what to what what and what the what they hated. I was like, oh punk, it wasn't I even wrote a book. <laughs> this is what I want to yeah. do. It's yeah. in the book. It's this is why, why, why be like this? Mm. Hey, it blew my case was I mm. 
I was so aghast. <laughs> I was done. I was yeah. like, yo, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And you know what? That's one of the reasons I remember that experience and what how it made me feel about giving back. It disillusioned me a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. It made me wonder, like, oh my gosh, like, is it right? Mm-hmm. Like, is, is consciousness, is it an okay thing to have? And then I went down that rabbit hole because I didn't have a mentor to help me deal with that rejection at the time. Yeah. What did you tell? So, yeah, it was, that's, that's the beginning yeah. of Agents for Change. Because that... That's uh, the honest beginning. Okay, so I'm going to come back to Agents for Change. But those those girls in that kind of situation, mm. those females, what did you... If you could tell them one thing, what would it be? Luister for your pa. Luister for your pa, Canela. Is this the camera? Luister your pa. In your ma. Luister. Luister for your oma. Listen. Just take a moment. It's hard. Just, just, just take a moment mm-hmm. and listen to what they have to say, mm-hmm. and internalize it. You might not act on it. Please do, but mm-hmm. like actually listen. Mm-hmm. Um, Agents for Change now has evolved. It's completely something else. It's it's completely something mm-hmm. else. It's become uh, sort of more like a project based yes. opt in community of people mm-hmm. that respond to things. Interestingly, our first. For the first time, our project didn't work out according to plan. There was like a first experience yes. late last year. Yeah. So we're like, you know, like picking up pieces, like what can we do differently? So there's a plan of action now in place to really rekindle that space and not just like, oh, you know, it was just so hectic. But um, can, can that's how it started. Oh, absolutely. Can I give them some absolutely. So you can, uh, Agents for Change is a very, very friendly space. <laughs> Um, uh, it's an opt-in community where we identify uh, situations in the community uh, affecting real people, typically children, the vulnerable children, uh, people on pension, uh, orphans, um, young and old, where there's a need. Um, and we get together and we are completely transparent. The rule is we don't deal in cash. Do not deal in cash. If you want to get involved, you need to actually put in the effort and get the stuff and you can get the email to confirm and everyone will email everyone for mm. transparency. But if the idea is to just like opt into something liquor, mm. uh, just to keep Cape Town liquor from time yeah. to time. So some stuff are planned. So if you mm. could like our Facebook page, we'd really, really appreciate that. Okay, I'm going to go through like a complete the sentence thing. So I'm going to ask and you just, it's, it's a very few questions. All right. Okay, so complete the sentence. Mm. Allah is? Magnificent. Love is? Amazing. <laughs> the world needs love. <laughs> what? Happiness is everything. <laughs> Success is something. Okay. Being a Muslim to you means being true. Leadership is necessary. Okay. And Islam for you is Islam for me is peace. Do I have a female that is Muslim in the public space that inspires me? Yes, a few, a few, for different reasons. Um, I don't like to name drop about these things. Um, I think that the kind of women who inspire me are the women that um, they walk the talk. Um, It's difficult to do that these days, you know, like, and it's amazing how um, I had an experience recently that was really a test of patience, you know about it. Um, Your, my patience was really tested. And um, for me, like, uh, it's, 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 it's so necessary to be inspired by the kinds of people whose habits you want to pick up. 
and those are the kinds of women yeah. who you know yeah. um, that I I appreciate that you know like what's it talk asiswani was market so so um, mm, there are a couple of them but it's a mix it's not just the Muslim women who inspire me it's like all different types yeah. of people for different reasons yeah yeah <clears throat> I have a question myself um, as the president of ESRC what do you want to change what do I want to change what, well what more do you want to do um, for me I like I said I want to do great things and uh, when I was the ESRC president like it it was about making the needs of the working class known because it came down not just to access, but access and redress. Um, uh, it's about saying to somebody, come in, but there's not a hyena waiting there, you know? You know, you like, no, no. You know, like you're gonna invite somebody in, you're gonna be hospitable, you're not gonna like overdo it now, you're gonna be reasonable, and you're gonna treat them well. And so for me, that that's what it really, really came down to uh, when it came to the SRC vibe. It was that hospitality. <laughs> it's that hospitality. Um, and, and being able to show that up, you know, in the rules that govern your space. And so for me, you know, when it was SRC time, it was protocol with a capital P, bolded, underlined it, put a full stop after that word. Know it. Know it. Engage with the rules because when we don't agree, it's the rule that is going to resolve it. We know this. It's in the Quran. It's in the Quran. So for me, like that was the vibe. And I think um, years on from that time, it, it is just about, you know, living a life of doing great things. And just enjoying myself, like I don't. If it's not fun, I know I don't want it. Has there been any? So, uh, well, not has there. I'm sure there have been some controversial moments. Or, uh, and um, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? How did you deal with that? Especially being, because I mean, as a Muslim woman, woman, you also have this identity you need to protect. Yeah. And oh so my goodness, it's deal? everything. But mm. I have a very different view on on identity and stuff. Okay. Um, it's something you realize that no matter how much you are going to protect it, people are going to spit on it anyway. Mm-hmm. They're going to spit on it anyway. Mm-hmm. So make sure you take your abdas five times a day <laughs> on time. <laughs> Starting with myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it, it's also so just just. just on it, be on it, you know, like always accessible. Someone once told me, Do you have, do you know that oh, I have a phone number? I'm like, What? <laughs> you know, this uncle that drink tea and ecosystems yeah. and they tell you Like, yeah. And it was like yeah. one of those moments. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, I can't have a phone number. He's like, Give me out of I was like, Oh, this phone number is two, four, <laughs> four, three, four. Did mm. you get that? Mm. Two, Four, four, three, four. So I was like, yo, that's like a number you can send a message to. And then that will send you stuff. <laughs> but it come at the cost, yeah. you know. And so like, uh, <laughs> so subscribe, you know, subscribe. <laughs> you can laugh when somebody asks you about controversy because you let it go. You know, you let it go and you realize, ah, you are, no, this is a full-time profession. Mm. Hire someone to manage your reputation mm. if it means that much to you. Yeah. Hire someone. But otherwise, ah, people are going to talk. Yeah. They're going to talk smack. 
They're going to want to make you look bad. They're going to want to project on you for every insecurity that they have. Yeah. So, yeah, let it go. So you also now, um, you're in the, you're in the, you were a radio presenter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. What's that like? Was it something different for you? Or? Hmm. Enjoying it. I am. It, it's meant to be a conveyor belt mm-hmm. of stuff. So it's the youth. The yeah, the Radio 786 Youth Desk. Yeah. Um, Can you just tell them when it comes on? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm terrible at promoting yeah. my. So now's your, now's your moment? Yes, my fiance <laughs> moment. Okay, guys, you can tune in to Radio 786 on a Saturday between half past one and four o'clock. I'm on air, and inshallah, we'll be joined by amazing other young people just to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk about what's happening in the world. We talk about, you know, Islam. We talk about um, what's happening in the community and why it's a good idea to give back. Uh, we talk about, you know, like growing pains at work and, you know, you know, bring some good advice. It's almost like a gift registry of stuff. You know, the kind of some, something that you can listen to for 10, 15 minutes and go, yo, that was valuable. Mm-hmm. So that's the vibe, you know, between like half past one and four o'clock on a Saturday. And inshallah, people can apply to be interns. So if you want to be part of the, the, the vibrancy and yeah. grow and do the stuff and inshallah eventually take over because that's the point yeah. of these things. <laughs> you yeah. hand them yeah. over. Yeah. And so um, that's the plan is to really say to young people, yeah, uh, take it. Take it, take it. Mm. The battle is yours now. Yeah. And be responsible. Mm. So um, it's now year two of the project and I'm really grateful to the station manager for allowing me the opportunity to just mm. rock up um, mm. 10 years after I was a volunteer there. Wow. Um, the story with, with the radio station is, is, is a special one. Um, at a time when no one was backing me up, they were the first. Mm. And so 10 years later, like I'm back now with capacity, with qualifications, with the stuff that you must now need to do the things that need to be done. (laughs) And so I'm very grateful for for the opportunity and um, mm, it's meant to be a space of growth. And so I'm looking forward to see like who's, who in Cape Town is going to say they want to work with me, you know? Who's not going to say they want to work with me? I don't know. People, not everybody likes me (laughs) and that's okay. (laughs) See? (laughs) So much. What would, if, if you could give your, your final message to everyone watching, um, and what would that be? What did, if it, like a short message, what would you tell them? Level up. Just level up. Mm-hmm. And if it's difficult to, to figure that out. Is, <laughs> what is she talking about? You know, like, what, what is yeah. this level up yeah. thing? Like, just for today. Just tell yourself that, you know, like, just for today, I'm going to do this thing. Just for today, I'm going to smile. Just for today, I'm going to greet. Just for today, I'm going to practice patience. Just for today. Uh, it was advice that, a, that a, a neighbor gave me during a rough patch. Very grateful for the family. Um, and it helps. Just level up where we are. Were you unemployed? No, do something. Were you sad? Do something, you know. Be like a banana leaf. Be like a banana leaf. Banana leaves are, are, are unusually strong. Mm-hmm. They're light. Uh, you can wrap stuff in them. You can use a banana leaf to reinforce other stuff. And it's readily, it's there, it's everywhere. You don't have to go far, accessible, relatable, and all of that stuff. So be, be like a banana leaf, I would yeah, say. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there any final words or 
Uh, just shukran, shukran for the opportunity. Like it's, uh, I've tried to tell my story before elsewhere and just show up and be me. Um, and it, it didn't feel as real as, as it is now. So I don't know <laughs> what kind of ripples this will send. Um, yeah. But may they be, may they be ripples of, of just love and just, you know, ease and tranquility and inshallah maybe there'll be collaborations that come from this and kudos to the team you guys are doing such good stuff thank you so much for the time it has been amazing so that's it for today's show we hope we added value we hope you enjoyed it but most of all we hope our guests inspired you to live with purpose don't forget to send us your suggestions via info at accidentalmuslims.com If you know anybody out there that is inspiring, that's leading, that's living with purpose, please uh, do contact us. And remember, feedback is our oxygen. So follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed. God bless. Assalamu alaikum.